On this week's show, we talk some dining plan possible changes. We also talk Marvel movie news. And last, we finish up with a discussion and audio from the Festival of the Fantasy Parade. This is show 301 for the week of November 24th, 2014. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Magic Kingdom. You are warmly invited to join Mickey Mouse and his Fantasyland friends for a magical celebration in the streets. Dreams will come true, hearts will soar, and you will become a part of the magic. For the time has come to take your places and prepare to welcome the wondrous and wonderful Festival of Fantasy. Welcome back, everybody. And tonight I have the entire gang back. And that Woo-hoo. gang would be Adam, yeah. Cameron, and Roy. Say hello, gang. Hello, gang. Hey, what's up? Okay, uh, we're struggling here a little bit with Skype tonight, but uh, we're going to uh, push forward. What we're going to be talking about on this show uh, will be uh, some dining plan situation that uh, Cameron's, Cameron Adams' sister just got into. Then we're going to uh, talk a little uh, Marvel news. And then we're going to uh, actually talk a little bit about the Festival of Fantasy Parade and play you audio from that. And for anybody who wants to know, there's going to be video out there on our site. Uh, go to themousemoment.com and you'll see the video on there. So, Or you can go to youtube.com slash these amazing places and you can find it there so and if you haven't yet go out there and subscribe so all right guys here we go uh all right adam do the uh do the somebody laugh <laughs> anyway great that's what i that's what i needed you to do roy just throw me off man it wasn't me yeah. it wasn't me i okay. think it was camera i think it was that's it Cameron's sitting in his I, closet i know laughing. that laugh anywhere yeah <laughs> There is again. What? <laughs> what? Uh, anyway, uh, okay. So, uh, Adam, give us a quick rundown uh, of what went on with your sister and her ADRs. Okay, so the basic story is she is uh, about January fifteenth. They're going on a four. Actually, I think it's a ten day trip. I don't know. But it's a long, it's a trip they haven't gone in about two years. Had this booked seven months ago, so they did their dining reservations in July, and she gets the dining plan, and she's ready to like look online to make sure things are going well, and come to find out, two of the restaurants they already have res- reservations for are not on the dining plan. Um, so, so off mic, we kind of talked about it, 2014 dining plan compared to the 2015 dining plan, and uh, there's a little bit of differences. Um, I guess the short story is um, some of the contracts aren't complete is what we think. Um, Roy, Roy, why don't you explain that part of it, if you would? Well, you know, you've got some restaurants that are not Disney-owned, and it's always I think it's always been the case with the dining plan that towards the end of the year, they're still working on contractual details, payment, and so forth. And so they don't – they're not finalized until probably mid – December. So 
you know, at the bottom of that, of any PDF you may get or any document you get from Disney on the dining plan, it'll say, you know, dining locations are subject to change. And that's exactly the case here, I believe, is that uh, you know, those things will come online. Um, you know, I'm looking at Epcot now on, on, a, on a Disney document. You've only got four restaurants sit down, uh, not the signature restaurants. You've got Beer Garden, Chefs de France, Squirrel Reef, and Rosen Crown. Those are, those are Disney restaurants. You don't have Tokyo Dining, La Hacienda, and, and those restaurants that, and from Italy as well, that are non-Disney restaurants. So I think they'll be fine. I think they'll come online. Um, that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, I would think any time now. I mean, we're heading into close to December. So I can't imagine that they're going to go. They're not going to push this right up on Christmas, I wouldn't think. But, no, again, no, I, I, I mean, I technically they could. So. They could push this until January 1st. Yeah, and I, and I think you just need to, to go into it with a little faith that they're going to work out the details and, they're, and they'll be on the dining plan once again, just as they were in 14. So I, w- I would look at 2014 restaurants and, and base your reservations on, on that list. Okay. Okay, so I do have a question. We did kind of go over a show. <clears throat> I, I don't remember when it was, but it was it was a roundtable with, the three of us at Roy's house and we were talking about the dining plan changes where they kind of, they significantly changed several things where uh, I think it was tables in Wonderland had changed quite a bit, but then they started adding double credits for certain locations. Is that kind of just a non, uh, it just happens every once in a while kind of a thing. They don't do that every year, right? Where they completely rehaul things. I don't think so. I, I think they, they'll look, I mean, I think the, the signature dining locations will get adjusted every so often just because of demand. And I think that's what happened with Le Cellier. Um, you've got identical, I think identical menus at lunch and dinner now, you know, same prices and so forth. And it's two credits. Um, that wasn't the case. Was it the case last year? I'm not sure. Yes, um, it was. Certainly wasn't the year before. Yeah. So you've got these high demand places and high dollar places that they say, you know what, let's make this two credits. Um, and, I, I suppose in, until they're proven otherwise, they'll they'll make those adjustments as they as they deem necessary. But I don't think they're every year. Okay, good to know. Just something that I think everybody should have been aware of. And my sister was pretty concerned about it because she's gosh, you waste money if you got the dining plan and you're going to pay the money to mm-hmm. go somewhere. So anyway, I, cool. I think I think it does it does take a little effort just to make sure that. You know, there aren't major changes from year to year. And I think with all the information out there, you, you can find that out pretty quick. But, I mean, once you've purchased the dining plan, it, you can't really get out of it. But um, I don't think there's going to be huge changes from year to year. Wait, did you just say, too, once you've purchased the dining plan, you can't get out of it? I don't know. Can you? I don't know. Um, I, I would think before you've used it, um, you might be able to drop it. I don't know. That's interesting. I think I th- well see here's there is a difference. Also, my sister's DVC. I don't know if you guys knew that, but she told me that she can cancel it within a certain amount of time before they go. But that's DVC related, so I don't know if it makes a difference. I mean, I think others. if you if you have it in a package and you change the package, you've got some deadlines whereby you could you could make changes without penalty. I would I would imagine, but if you've paid for it i don't know i guess it just all depends on when you booked how much you've paid and how far out you are from your trip so i, I would i i guess that was kind of a misstatement i i, I would imagine you could cancel it just depending on when you cancel it 
That's true. Yeah, it might be one of those things that anything within, what, 45 days? Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, 45. Yeah, it's probably right. I just can't imagine that you would sway so much that you would go from using the dining plan to not using it. Um, Yeah, I, I suppose if there was a restaurant that you just loved and were planning on going to and were looking forward to going to, and all of a sudden it wasn't part of the dining plan, I guess that would be reason enough to really rethink your your plan of attack. I mean that or else you're going to cook. You got DVC and you're going to cook more. You're just maybe trying to, I don't know. Where, where's do a little she staying more of that. at, Adam? What's that? Where is she staying? Oh, <clears throat> Animal Kingdom Lodge, I believe. Oh, so. hey, hey, Adam, you know what I cook when I go on vacation? What do you I cook? Uh, a, I, I cook a bowl of cereal every morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't believe yeah, you even cooked that. I was going to say that. I think you get coffee and a Danish. <laughs> maybe, in the maybe a Pop Tart. Yeah. Coffee. You guys have coffee. <laughs> and coffee. Too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Cereal, coffee, and a Pop Tart. Yes. That's it. Okay. That's my cooking. <laughs> well, <Wow>. great. <laughs> okay. Roy's living the big life, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. No kids in the house anymore, man. I'm He's, a gourmet chef. That's it. Throwing he coffee likes to, to the wind. He likes to sit on the, uh, the balcony. Me the Grand Floridian and eat his pop tart. Oh <laughs> man! Right. See, I don't care. That's that sounds Highlight. great. And look Living down on all the little people. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what I was eating. It would be cool to sit on the balcony of the Grand Floridian. And oh yeah, eat yeah. anything. So, okay, right. well, we have uh, beat that horse to death. So I think that uh, well, maybe if uh, yeah, if anybody's listening out there and you see the same problems, or if these problems continue, maybe we'll follow up on it. Uh, when things come around, what do you think, Adam? You think when your sister finds out if everything irons out, you let us know? Oh, definitely. In fact, she we were talking last night. Uh, DVC sales had closed or whatever. The people it was five thirty past five thirty. So she emailed them and she told me that she hadn't gotten a response yet. So I will definitely inform everyone. Of course, all of us, but then uh, our listeners to see how that pans out. So okay. Yep. All right, and now uh, this next one is going to be all Adam because I have no idea where he's going with this one, but you can bet it won't be random like my my stuff. So, uh, Adam, you're going to fill us in on some uh, Marvel stuff? Yes. All right, so Marvel announced the next, uh, I guess, phase of their movie releases in terms of dates and titles of movies. Uh, They kind of did a little uh, press release, and this was so three, four weeks ago or so, so a lot of these... You can actually find a couple of people who uh, took some video of it and uh, got some pretty cool clips that are available. So, uh, you know, if any of this sounds interesting, go on Google it. I know it's out there somewhere. Um, but before I begin, uh, are you guys watching uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on TV now? I am not. I have not watched it. I've I've seen the promos. and I was like, I, I should watch that. Okay. But I have not. Oh, Connor Cameron. has watched it. I'm, I'm on season one, episode 10. Okay, so I'm All right. I'm watching it, and it's on Netflix now, guys. Oh, good, good. I'll check yeah, it out there. Watch. Yeah, they're on season two now. I have to tell you, this season is something special. Um, they are running two episode, two different series this season. It's called Agents of Shield, of course. But then, when they do the winter break, they're going to air a series on. Um, oh, what's her name? It's the girl, the girl from Captain America. Yes, Sharon I know who you're talking about. Yes, Agent Carter. Agent Carter, yeah. 
Agent Carter, it is called Agent Carter specifically. It's It airs January 6th, I believe, 2015, and it's going to go for like two months. And then after that's done, it's going to go back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But the opening season two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. involved Agent Carter, which was really cool because it's a flashback. You know, she's this is like the 40s. So anyway. Really um, cool. Really, really cool this season. And they're really incorporating in the shield storyline they're incorporating a lot of what actually she ran into in the 40s and it's kind of like a backstory type of thing but anyway really cool storyline uh i won't say anything now since nobody's up to where we are but um with that said the reason i say that is because some of these movies actually might bring in uh the uh, marvel's agents of shield storyline into them a little later on and so the first movie that's uh, going to be announced that already has been announced, trailers are out, and if you haven't seen it, you definitely need to go check it out. Avengers: Age of Ultron to be released May first, twenty fifteen. Has anybody seen the trailer? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. What's the song in it, Cameron? You remembered it. I could remember. No but strings I... by the Pinocchio song. It's yes. Awesome. It's. Yes. Yeah. It is the uh, eeriest version of the Pinocchio song I've ever heard. So. <laughs> Very cool. Very yeah, cool. but you know what? It's very telling of the direction the storyline's going in. To me, it was. Yeah. So, um, pretty cool. Um, after that, July 17th, 2015, Ant-Man comes out. Um, not sure if he's going to be introduced in Avengers or not. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Um, but... And speaking of, don't forget, anytime you watch an Avengers movie, stay to the end and watch to the end because you usually get a hint of what's to come in fact um the end of one of the movies had the twins in it the twins is like they're they're supposed to be magneto's kids even though magneto is not technically in the marvel cinematic universe they're an x-men he's an x-men but the twins um they're going to be in avengers and i won't give anything away but avengers age of ultron has them in it so all right and then so Beginning after Ant-Man, Phase 3 begins, is what they're calling it, Phase 3. Captain America Civil War is May 6, 2016. And and there's a clip out about that. It it involves Iron Man and Captain America, and they're basically kind of at each other's throats a little bit in the clip. And uh, I encourage you to go check it out. Civil War kind of goes to show, you know, what the movie is going to be about. Um, if you know anything about the comics, you know kind of where the storyline's headed, but at the same time, the movies kind of take their own jaunt. Have and, you read uh, it, Adam? I haven't, but I, everybody at work that has been a comic geek has told me storylines and storylines of where they think things are headed, and it's pretty interesting discussion. So. Yeah, it's, it's actually really good. I have read it. It's awesome. Oh, man. Well, you I'm so sense. glad they're going there somewhere in the storyline, because... Just them at odds, and it's over an issue that, you know, makes sense, too. You know, you could be on either side. Right. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, Doug, you probably don't know anything about the comics, do you? Nope. But I do yeah. remember sensing tension between those two in the first Avengers. When they were in yes. the ship flying, and Stark came into the room, and I think Captain America was already in there, and they kind of said some stuff back and forth to each other, and I remember sensing tension there and yeah i don't know anything about the comics but i i remember thinking well that's these kind of these guys are kind of uh on the same team but kind of two sides of of a fence and i'm just not sure where that fence is at yet 
So I figure that's right. probably what this this movie is going to do is clear that up. So what's interesting is knowing that's coming, pay attention to that aspect in Avengers. This the since it's the next movie, you know, when you watch that, just kind of see. I don't know if they'll do any foreshadowing in it, but at least you know, it's there to to think about how they might portray it. And when it when out. are these movies coming out? So that one, Captain America: Civil War, May sixth, twenty sixteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Next one, we've got Doctor Strange coming out in November 4th, 2016. Um, as these progress, there's, you know, some of these things I don't know so much about. Um, I don't know if really we want to talk too much about it. Cameron, do you want to say anything about Doctor Strange? Yeah, I actually don't know much about him either. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of obscure. So, uh, Black Panther's more mainstream, but he's. He's, he's obscure to me. Do you think they're p pulling some of the obscure ones out so they can use them in the parks? Well, technically, kind of, Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty exactly. obscure, but they made that really good. And same thing with, uh, uh, what is it, Hero? Uh, oh, come on. The Hero 6. Six. Oh, that's yeah. pretty obscure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I agree. I think they are doing that. A little more obscure, but they are good storylines because Marvel Universe is so huge. They've got plenty to work with. Well, and they've got that train rolling down the tracks now. It's going to be... It, they're going to have to really mess up a storyline to stop that thing. So, yeah. I mean, I never thought, yep. like, Thor would be that interesting to me. And after the first movie, I thought it was okay, but the second movie was great. And so, I really didn't think I could get pulled into that storyline. But, yeah, actually, now I would watch the third one. So, <clears throat> Yep, cool. Okay, uh, the next big movie we all are aware now because it was more recent, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That has actually been moved oh, yeah. up. Originally it was July or something like that. It's now May 5th, 2017. So looking forward to that. Um, they moved it up and then they bumped in Thor, the third Thor movie, which is called Ragnarok? Rag Ragnarok. Something like that. It's an interesting name. I'm I don't sure know for anybody who's, anybody who's it read the like comics. It means like this is the end in Norwegian or something. Oh, really? Or interesting. Yeah. Huh. Okay. That's, that sounds bad for him, actually. It does sound as... It might not end well. Yeah, anything that is called the end usually isn't too good. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. And then three months later, November 3rd, 2017, Black Panther comes out. You want to talk about Black Black Panther, Cameron? Uh, he's a little more mainstream. He's like uh, kind of this prince from Africa, so they'll probably make him less. He's, he's a little racist back in the day, I think, but they'll make him more main, mainstream. There's kind of the ultimate version of him that's a little better. That I don't know. He couldn't talk in the comics, so or in some versions of him. So I don't know what they're gonna do. You know the actor playing him? Have you seen the uh, Jackie Robinson? What was it, the baseball movie? Oh, really? Yes. Okay. That's that's him. That's going to be that guy. Yes. So they've kind of already announced some of these directors and things before. So, yep. Okay. Next movie after that, May 4th of 2018, Avengers. The next Avengers movie is going to be called Infinity War Part 1. So they're actually splitting up that, that last avengers movie um so Info infinity war is going to be an interesting concept you realize um, by that time downey jr is going to be pushing 55 56 i think 
Yeah, so... So what's um, your point? Yeah, I know. No, I, dude, I know how I feel. And if well, somebody said, run and jump and dive and roll, yeah, uh-huh. No thanks. There's, there's, some, there's some theories here now. Um, Downey may not be in it. And the, the theory is with Captain America Civil War coming out, Maybe they something bad happens there, and he splits off and does something else. The other theory is, well, maybe he becomes the director of Shield. So I'm really hoping that he becomes more like his father was, and that is just like the creative type. His, that's what his father had his hands into creating yep. things. I think that would be a perfect part for him. And yeah, yeah they could off Fury. Yes, they could, which yeah. which would be okay with me. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> like him, but I, you know. I, Whatever. I know I shouldn't say that because Connor cool. really even likes the part. Connor says that he's great whenever he's in Agents of Shield. Is that correct, Adam? Yeah, you got. You guys need to catch up on Agents of Shield because, uh, yeah, I won't say anything because I don't want to spoil it for you. But yeah, uh, let's just say Fury's not in it hardly at all. Uh, he is occasionally, like he'll show up, but um, there's a whole storyline of. Agents of Shield, you need to watch, and it all involves Captain America, Winter Soldier. Like it stems from oh, that movie. Really? So, oh yeah. So all if right. You saw that movie. You I'm know gonna exactly. have to. I'm gonna have to go back and start watching these if I. I just. Yeah. Uh, um, if I were you, I'd watch the end of season one and then just pick it up with season two. Okay. You probably you probably don't need to like. Well, watch Connor can fill me in one. on stuff too because he's watched them all the way through. So. Okay. Yeah, especially right when Captain America came out, the last half of the season. That was like a turning point in the series. So anyway. Um, okay. And then after that comes, uh, it's a movie called Captain Marvel, July 6th, 2018. I remember. Ca okay. Have you heard of this? It's Captain Marvel. I remember. I don't like remember the comic exactly, but I do remember reading that comic a couple times. Captain Marvel I liked. Now, Cameron, correct me. Captain Marvel is a girl, right? Yes, there's two Captain Marvels. You know that, Doug, right? No, I did not know it's that. It's not the kid with lightning. That's the DC guy. Oh, okay. See? Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just sitting here real quiet. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought now I could actually contribute something, but now I was wrong. Yeah, now Captain Marvel is an interesting one because it's like the Wonder Woman DC equivalent to the Marvel side. So, you know, something could happen here. We're not sure. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, it's like a Black Widow type of thing where it's Isn't actually she like a part cool alien thing. too or something. Yeah, I think yeah. she is. Which okay, I can't say anything. Yeah, don't. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yes, I believe so. I believe that's where kind of the storyline comes from, which leads directly into the next movie on November second of twenty eighteen, and it is called Inhumans. So it is Inhumans because. Um, I think they're headed in the direction where they're not going to bring X-Men into this universe. And X-Men is all about mutations and, you know, that kind of thing. And well, X-Men's been beat to death. Yeah. <clears throat> Inhumans is actually, the theory is that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will lead into Inhumans. So, with that said, I don't really want to say anything else because you guys haven't seen it. <laughs> but anyway... Um, and then after Inhumans uh, in November, uh, in the following year, May 3rd, 2019, that's the last one they have announced, is the Avengers Infinity War Part 2. So, uh, oh yeah, that's the other thing with Infinity War. Thanos, which we've already seen him in multiple movies already, he is the, he's the bad guy in this film, in Infinity War, 
for the Avengers films. Do you remember him? He's got like pink skin, kind of a bigger guy. Um, he was in Guardians. He was in Avengers at the end. So. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. So just to briefly go the timeline real quick, just so I can just say this, say it like this: two movies in 2015 this year or this coming year, 2015 during the summer. Uh, 2016, two movies, May, November. 2017, three movies, May, July, November. 2018, three movies, May, July, November. And then in 2019, Avengers in May. But you got to figure they're probably going to do more in 2019. So, anyway. Okay. That's Since you got me on movies now, I just have to bring up the one movie that I'm most anxious to see. And that is Tomorrowland. Yes, yeah, definitely. I cannot. We gotta wait promote to see that. And have you seen yeah. the previews? Uh, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah, the preview <sighs> was great. There's only one, right? Only one trailer out there. Yeah, as far as I know. Okay. And I saw the other day a picture, and I think Cameron saw this also—a picture of Bob Gurr, and he had a Tomorrowland pin on. He said it was given to him by Brad Bird. Oh, cool. Yeah, I want that pin. I want that pin a lot. So, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Very cool. And what's the date on that? Is that December? It is, is no, that it May? is May May twenty second of twenty fifteen. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I I got to tell you, man, I'm so jazzed about seeing this movie more than any of the Marvel movies at this point. I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't wait to see it. This yeah. Tomorrowland is something that I really liked, and I'm so much hoping this movie does well, and it gives them reason to reboot the Tomorrowlands in the parks. Totally, I agree. So, anyway, okay, okay, that's all I've got, and that's all you've got, and so we're gonna move on then to uh, Festival of Fantasy Parade, and let's see, Cameron and myself and Roy have all seen this, and so uh, I guess we'll just go into uh, what all. But you know what? Let's shoot for, through this first, because I actually had this conversation with somebody at work the other day. What do you think? What do you guys think? Are the best locations on the parade route to watch this thing? Hmm. Well, while you think about that, I'm going to throw well, in the Fast Pass location is where we filmed from, and it is right in front of the castle, but you're actually facing the castle. And the Fast Pass location, if you if you decide to go for it, it's a fantastic location. It's well, here, big. You know what? There is one thing with it, though, and this is important for some people, is... The dragon, the when he does the fire. So I think there's certain spots where the dragon does the fire. That's true, because you got it. I thought I was going to do it right in front of the cat. Yeah. Where it was. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Say that again. You thought he was going to do it right in front of the castle. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, right in front of the castle or something like time, right? But it's done by the music. The music at a certain point, that's when he does the fire. Okay. Do you think that they would have timed this thing out for some reason? They don't want the dragon breathing fire in front of the castle and somebody gets a picture of that? No, I think they don't want like him in like front of trees or anything. I think it's like a, a okay. safety thing. Well, that makes sense. And it just depends on where he is when the song is, but I'm sure they've timed it to where they know when it's... It's probably at the same place every time, you'd think, right? Yeah. I, yeah, it would have to be. And I, I guess, I mean, for all I know, they could control it through that RFID. To where it triggers and goes off at each point. Oh, I know they do. They got stuff embedded in the pavement. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you remember? I'm sure you guys remember 
Roy and I and Patty and our families, we were running at the back of Spectrum Magic, and you could hear the transitions in the the zones mm-hmm. in the parade. Yeah, we played the audio on a show once, but anyway, they still I know they still do that on parades. So. Well, the the parade route for this starts at let's say just past um, in Frontierland, just past Pecos Bills, kind of around the corner there, uh, and. Of course, then it goes up and through and uh, what it down around the loop and the hub and then up Main Street. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And so I'm thinking, remember where we stood there, Adam, in uh, Liberty Square? I think it yep. is. Yeah, yep. that's a good. I, you know what? I always, I always think wherever they're going to turn a corner, it's a good place to be. That's yeah. exa- exactly what I was going to say. Okay. And so that is one place where they're going to turn a corner to make their way uh, toward, uh, to the hub. Of course, then the hub anywhere on that circle is pretty good. Uh, the nice thing about the fast pass is you're not waiting somewhere in that hub circle for an hour before the thing starts. Um, then probably there are places along Main Street because of how big the floats are in this thing. It's amazing that you can see stuff even on Main Street. You just you have to be up front, and you kind of have to stand because things are tall. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. Oh, you know where we where did we sit with the Halloween parade? That was a good spot. It was about the same place, same fast pass spot. Okay. Yeah. That was more in the back, though, wasn't it? Behind the hub. Let me think. Uh, yes. Because we got remember the remember where the yeah. headless horseman. I'm went thinking around of the, the electrical parade, and yeah. Okay. But yeah, you're right. We did. Yeah, it was on the the opposite side of the street, on the back side of the hub. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, okay, the deal with this parade is basically is from what I can best describe it, it just has a lot of uh, characters in it. So you've got Peter Pan, and you've got Wendy, and you've got Tinkerbell, and you've got Anna and Elsa, and Ariel, Cinderella. Well, let's see, Tiana actually is in it. I just caught her in the video. There's actually a place on it on the float where they can. They, right. They turn well, see, like, we got Anna and Elsa. That's right. Well, they turn the wall, and then you see yeah. Tiana there. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, um, Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Yeah. So, and then it's kind of odd how the dragon. It's almost like they designed the dragon, and those kind of odd dudes that are with the dragon first, and then kind of said, "Okay, how do we kind of fix everything? Shoehorn everything in around it." Did you kind mm-hmm. of get that feeling? I guess I never really thought of it, about it that way. I, mean, I, I think it's a really neat parade. I like oh, how it's, they it's, have the floats that that alternate sides, and so people on both sides get to see different characters, and a lot of neat neat floats in this thing, and a lot of great design. And yeah. it really was engaging, and and I really loved the dragon and the fire. That was so awesome. Well, I'll be honest with you, the the music was catchy as anything. Uh-huh. Uh, and I do not like parades, especially when you're watching a parade and it's three o'clock in the afternoon, and that seems to be the time when this thing runs. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like the hot time of the day. But this this parade, and I just watched it again on video as I was editing out the video, and I mean, I love it. Uh, the mm-hmm. music and the characters, and it's just, I don't know, it was kind of a fun parade. Yeah, it's very cool. I thought the performers were really good. They were really mm-hmm. like, just smiling the whole time, and what, okay, did you guys catch the the uh, guy who swings from the tail of the dragon? No. Yeah, you catch him in the video. There's a shot where Cameron 
twists around and he catches the guy and he swings over by people uh, in the, you know, sitting on the curb watching the parade and freaks them out. And that's kind of his deal. So he uses like the tails up in the air and he kind of uses the rope to kind of swing on like Tarzan or something. And he comes around at them. So that I thought that was awesome. He made it kind of creepy and stuff for for people. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that. That's cool. And is there then, any is Maleficent or anything like that in this parade? I do not remember seeing Maleficent. There's not really any dealings. Well, it's it's yeah, it's, but it's it, it's her dragon. I mean, I would right, right. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's and the only dragon. villains were in that Sleeping Beauty area. Yeah. Right. Huh. Yeah, I know that they said that's Maleficent's dragon, but she is not in the parade. No. Neither is Aurora. I, I I think their challenge is what what do we make her look like? Is she and is she good Maleficent or is she bad Maleficent? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's <laughs> right. Almost, Which the movie came out right when this parade yeah, was coming out. So yeah, I, was, I think they just, just dodged that. Well, I'm thinking too. They tried to keep the parade more lighthearted, and that's kind of the odd place in this parade. The dragon, of course, it makes it fit because it's stunning to look at, mm-hmm. and the costumes on the characters around make it kind of cool but if you notice too there's like a prince or something with the shield walking through there in front of the dragon with those odd characters which kind of you know uh lightens the mood on what's going on there uh see i just watched this video and so i was catching all of this stuff as i was editing my way through it by the time i got the end of it i really felt like wow i put a smile on my face and i felt like it was all very lighthearted and fun Mm-hmm. I, I got to tell a story too, and Cameron knows this story. Uh, I, I think it was at the. Uh, let me think here. What parade was it, Cameron? Where the the mother and the the daughter sat down. That was the back. electrical parade. It Main Street electrical parade. Okay, okay. So we're sitting in the fast pass area, and these people duck underneath the rope. And I'm sure none of you have seen this, right, Roy? <laughs> Never happened. Okay, so at first, you know, we're hot, we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> At first, we both think, oh, come on, man. You know, you're taking up a spot where somebody else could be. And then I just thought, you know what? Temper this. This is a little girl. And there's no way they're getting anywhere near the front of anything to see this. And I'll tell you what. I was so glad that I just left him sitting there because she just she lit up my night. This little girl, she cried over everything that went by. She was so happy to see it all. And so... Yeah, it changed my perspective on that. I almost oh. felt like, yeah, I almost felt like, wow, man, I could just give up my fast passes to these little kids and just let them. And it, I just saw a lot of that. I mean, we sat mm-hmm. in a, uh, we paid for a premium package for the frozen thing, and I saw so many kids that I would have just given my spot up to in a minute, uh, just so that they could get in there. They wouldn't be so tired. And anyway, I'm going in a whole nother direction, but <laughs> that that just, I don't know. It was great. Um, by the time we got to the end of it, they were just, uh, the, the woman couldn't speak English very well at all, but, um, man, they were so appreciative. They knew kind of what we had done. And, and we still have to email them. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the cast member, I'll be honest with you, the cast member knew, uh, cause they didn't even have, they didn't have magic bands on. Oh, wow. And it would have been very difficult for you to get into the fast pass <clears throat> area without your magic band. Or something on, right? And they didn't. And he saw. I saw him look at their wrists, and it was cool because he. I just thought, ah, oh, don't make a move, don't make a move now. And he didn't. He in fact gave her something, made her something, and it was a great cast member interaction time. And so I that 
those few moments really kind of made it for me on this trip anyway, just to see, see that kind of stuff happen. And that's why we keep going back. That's exactly why I find reasons too. not, I love the parks and I, but I'm more into like the mechanical sides and how they're designing this and that until I see something like that. I have mm -hmm. to be honest with you. My granddaughter has opened my eyes to all kinds of that stuff. So, mm -hmm. so anyway, that's my, that's my mushy moment for it all. So, okay, guys. Well, does anybody else, Cameron, do you have anything else you want to say about this parade? No, it's just a great parade. It's really impressive. Like the, like you said, the floats and the, I just got to say, I like the Rapunzel float where it's kind of swinging. I'm like, you know, going, yes. Sweet. It's awesome. Because, and you'll see, man, in the video, I mean, on it's the just Rapunzel, really good, like you said. There's a guy like running. As the thing's swinging, he's running on the, like, anchor or whatever it is. It's swinging back and mm -hmm. forth. Yeah, he's running in place on this thing. Yeah. So they've got it down. There's no yeah, doubt. That's very cool. Okay. I, worth I worth saw, seeing. I was going to say, I saw the press release when this first announced, and they did a really um, unique costuming uh, redesign oh, yeah. for this parade. And I'm trying to remember the title of the name of it. It's like a style. And I, I want to say, like, I know there's a band called Daft Punk, but it's something to do, like, I forget what it's called, but it's it has to do with like retro. Yes, steampunk. Steampunk. Yeah, that's, that's yes, yeah, that's what the dragon is made in, and mm -hmm. everybody yes. is yeah. costumed like that around. Yes, but it's a. I think the entire parade is developed around that style. In fact, I remember them talking about the Lost Boys with Peter Pan. Oh, right. yep. Being that they were, um, they were not original Lost Boys outfits, but they were kind of made in the sense that they looked like. The Newsies, the Disney Newsies, on added with the Lost Boys and it, in the steampunk fashion. So, mm -hmm. if you can imagine what that looks like, if you've not seen it, that. Um, but I think that's the entire theme of the entire parade was how they how they designed that um, with the actual floats. You know, the dragon, the way it is, where there's like an arch in the in the sense of, in the middle of the dragon. There's that's that hanging thing. Either somebody's hanging there or something. No, it's I like just a remember. mechanical pieces or something in there. Mechanical pieces and and yeah. but you know the way it is and just the development of the entire costuming and floats and all that. Stuff. Well, that's why so. yeah that part with that float and everybody that surrounds it is much different I thought than the rest of the parade because the rest of it is it's very functional. You have you don't just have static floats moving by. There's all kinds of stuff going on them. But they're very like mm -hmm. everybody is dressed in bright colors, and it's very, uh, I don't know, enlightening, happy. And then you see this dragon come along, and yeah, it's awesome looking. I mean, it's metal, and things are moving on it, and it's breathing it's shooting fire, fire out of yeah. its mouth, and, and <laughs> yeah, smoke, cool. smoke coming out. <laughs> it has like smoke coming out of its nostrils the entire yeah. time. So it's very, it's very cool looking. Um, yeah. So anyway, I just thought it was unique in that they designed it that way. It's not your traditional parade. So No, no, and I mean you'll see on the I want to say it's on the Rapunzel float too. There's a uh, maybe it's on that one, I can't remember. There's girls like on swings hanging off of these things and that's swing. on the last float, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I a, mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. It's and I kept looking for like where are they attached? So if they fall, mm -hmm. you almost always yeah. see something to where they're attached. And I couldn't see, but actually they must have, they probably did a pretty good job of hiding it, of, you know, hiding where they would be attached at. Um, so anyway, uh, all right, so this audio is going to be like between 12 and 15 minutes long. So we're going to play that.
And if you want video to go with this, which I definitely recommend, go out there. You can go out and look at our video. It's going to be up or go and look at somebody else's. It doesn't matter. Uh, I've looked at quite a few. A lot of them, people have pretty good vantage points of filming it. So anyway, uh, get out there, watch that. And, um, and who knows? Who knows what we'll be back with next week. So until then, you guys got anything else to say? I was going to say, is this recorded with the H2? Yes. The audio? Awesome. Yeah, it is. Great audio. I say enjoy it. So. All right. We'll see you soon. See you around. Bye. Bye.
wraps things up for this week, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Get out there, check us out uh, at the new site at themousemoment.com. See what you think. Send us a line. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can also reach us at podcast at these amazing places. And please, please, please go out there and subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash these amazing places. Until next week, enjoy life. Enjoy life.